Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. With you again, and uh, hope you had a restful, mindful evening. I'm here to start another day of practice. Uh, I wanted to say a few words before we uh, have our meditation session. I wanted to talk about both the, um, a little bit about the instructions that we're going to be adding to today and uh, one aspect of how it applies to our retreat uh, in addition to the, the formal meditation. Uh, as was mentioned, the, the discourse on mindfulness uh, the Buddha uh, talks about four different areas that one can be mindful. Mindfulness of the body is the first foundation. Um, mindfulness of mind objects and, and thoughts are the third foundation. And mindfulness of how the mind gets caught and how it can be freed is the fourth foundation. Today I wanted to talk a bit about the second foundation. Hmm. Right, let's see. My volume is too high. Let's see. I just I'm just hearing that my audio settings volume is too high. Let's see. How's this? Is that better? It actually sounded fine at this end, but I don't know. Oh, did you did it? Hmm. Okay. It it sounds it sounds perfect now. Perfect now. Oh, <laughs> after I changed it? Okay. <laughs> How's this? Is it okay? Yeah. All right. Um, so the, the second foundation of mindfulness is what is uh, often translated as mindfulness of feelings, but it's, a, it's really a misnomer. Uh, it's mindfulness of the feeling tone of experience, Vedana in, uh, in Pali, V-E-D-A-N-A, -A, Vedana. And what that is pointing to is that every moment there is either a, the experience of, uh, whatever the experience is, has a, a flavor of pleasant, unpleasant, or neither pleasant or unpleasant, neutral. Those are the three, um, um, the way life is, not good or bad, it's just the way it is, that every moment is pleasant or unpleasant or neutral. Um, and the Buddha said, if you can notice the feeling tone or that flavor, the Vedana of experience, it is a profound doorway to awakening. Because typically we have a reaction to the pleasant we grasp, or we have a reaction to the unpleasant we push away, or we have a reaction to the neutral, which is usually spacing out, not 
it's not worthy of our attention enough and we find ourselves wandering and even more profoundly uh, identifying with experience uh, that's another aspect and I'll, I'll talk a bit more about this uh, this evening but he said if you can notice simply the pleasantness or unpleasantness or neutrality of a moment you are not as likely to get into that reaction the feeling tone is just the way it is the reaction to it is where we create suffering so as you sit you will notice sometimes there's an unpleasant sensation in the body sometimes it can be a pleasant sensation or in the mind or the heart oh this is a moment of calm or this is a moment of anger this is a moment of boredom. This is a moment where there's not much happening and it's just how it is. And so we're going to introduce this into the meditation field in addition to all the other things that are, that are happening. And I'll give the instructions in the form of meditation in a few moments. Um, but I want to um, explain uh, something a subtlety that sometimes is missed when one explores um, the Vedna of experience. And that is that particularly around a pleasant tone, a pleasant experience, uh, there can be a sense of, oh, I, I, I shouldn't let myself feel this. I'll just get attached. And um, that is an unfortunate uh, misunderstanding because the Buddha also spoke of the importance of developing wholesome states and when they arise to maintain and increase wholesome states. So it can seem to be a paradox here. These are part of what are called the four right efforts. Forgive me if this is a this is a, a, a listy kind of a presentation, but he talked in right effort. Besides the effort, a balanced effort, the effort to be present. Technically, the four right or wise efforts are about unwholesome states, states of suffering. He says, guard against those states. See if you can not put yourself in temptation's way. But when they arise, which is just part of the human experience, to learn how to overcome them, which is what we've been doing with all kinds of negative emotions, holding them with compassion, being mindful of them, etc. So those are two about the unwholesome. But then in the wholesome, he says, it's good to cultivate wholesome states, loving kindness, compassion, mindfulness, generosity. And he says in this fourth one, when they arise, it is a good thing to do to learn how to develop them, to maintain them, and even increase them. Now, the mind might say, well, isn't that a problem if you're trying to increase the wholesome state? And it can be a problem if there's an attachment to the wholesome state that says, oh, this feels really good. Give me more of this. I hope it doesn't go away. How do I keep it here? 
as soon as you try to grasp at the wholesome state, it's become an unwholesome state because the grasping is the very definition of an unwholesome state. So how can you maintain and increase a wholesome state without it turning into an unwholesome state? And here's the, the trick that is a profound understanding. I think it has been for me. It was the basis of my teaching Awakening Joy and writing a book about it. And that is when you are feeling a wholesome state, love, calm, compassion, without trying to grasp it, pay attention to it. Don't miss it. And really enjoy the delight of it. Not grasping. Attachment is different than appreciating that wholesome state. And in one discourse, he, he says, as an example, if you're in the middle of an act of generosity, he says, it's good to think to yourself, oh, I'm being generous now. Not, I hope everybody sees how generous I am and hey, pretty, pretty good, I'm a generous guy. Then you've just identified with it and it's become just another deepening sense of self. But he says, notice how good it feels for generosity to move through me. Oh, it feels so good to be generous. And the words in the, in the discourse are um, to notice the gladness that is connected with that wholesome state. And he says the words, that gladness connected with the wholesome, I call an equipment of mind to overcome all ill will and hostility. It feels so good. Oh, generosity feels so good. Oh, it feels so good to be, to be loving and kind. And he says, that gladness, one gains inspiration in the meaning, inspiration in the Dhamma. One delights in that feeling. So there's that subtle difference between letting yourself be with the wholesome state without grasping at it. So you can have a pleasant moment. A feeling of love moving through you is very pleasant. Oh, pleasant. Vedna is pleasant. Oh, let me really feel the goodness of this. And I encourage you as you're going through the day, both here in the formal meditation, or if you're doing walking meditation, or if you're enjoying yoga with Jill, or you're at home and, uh, and having a calm, restful evening, don't miss it. Don't get attached to it, but don't miss it. And my uh, one, one little um, extra credit uh, assignment that you might really enjoy, my, my good friend Rick Hansen, a uh, very well-known uh, neuroscience expert and uh, deep Dharma practitioner, he, he, gave, he would give this formula. He used to come to the, the joy course and he, he'd give this formula to, to people. He said, he thought, and it's been shown, if you spend, when you're in the middle of a wholesome state, he suggests spending 15 seconds 
to notice, oh, this feels good. And he says, if you do that, this is his general formula, if you do that six times in a day, I know that's 90 seconds of well-being if you can stand it. If you do that six times in a day, over the course of a two-week period, you'll start, oh, I think I'm, am I frozen? Can you hear me? Is it okay? Can you hear me? I just saw my internet went unstable. Are you with me? Your voice is coming through. Your voice is coming through even though your image froze. Oh, good. Okay, good. That's good to know. Um, so if you do that over a course of a two-week period, you'll notice a shift because both you're starting to develop new neural pathways and you're starting to get into the habit of looking for the good, which takes some practice. So here's a, something to remember when you're in the middle of a wholesome state. It's one thing to know, oh, I'm feeling pretty good now. It's a whole other to know, oh, this is what it feels like to feel good. How does it feel in the body? How does it feel in the mind and in the heart? So the, the meditation isn't just about enduring knee pain or uh, physical pain or uh, emotional pain. That's an important part of it. But it's also about letting yourself feel the goodness that naturally shines through you when the mind isn't getting in the way. Don't miss it. Okay? And with that, we can go into some word. We can go into the uh, instructions for uh, the morning. We can include this Vedana. So I invite you to sit and find a posture you can be reasonably comfortable and at ease. And let the body be an expression of both upright alertness and dignity, like a mountain here for any changes in the weather. And at the same time, a sense of ease and receptivity, invite any places of tension or holding to soften. Feel a connection with the earth underneath you. We're all being supported by it. Take a moment to feel a connection with all of us. We're all here together in our various places on this planet, sharing a moment of stillness and silence and presence. Now coming back into this body, You might begin by taking a few deeper breaths, breathing in a calming energy. Let it fill your whole body. And as you breathe out, let go. Relax, be at ease.
And then let the breath find its own natural rhythm. Let the breath breathe you. And as you've been doing, the breath or whatever your home base, if you find another one works better for you, can be a place that you can just come back to anytime you're lost or confused, or scattered, just to recollect the attention. But letting the mind be open and spacious so that if other things call your attention away, a sensation in the body, or sounds, to simply no hearing happening, or that sensation happening. Yesterday, we included emotions as well, mind states. Whatever it is, sadness, confusion, wanting could all be held with compassion and then explored with that brain acronym to just recognize, allow it to be here, investigate it, feel how it feels in your body and know that it's just part of the human experience non-identifying, not taking it personally and holding it with a kind, nurturing awareness. When emotions arise, just another part of the field. And today we'll add this component of Vedana. And that is to notice from time to time is this pleasant? Is this an unpleasant moment? Is this neutral? You can do it a few different ways. One way is to take a little period of time and just notice that. Oh, in fact, we can do it for just a minute right now. Uh, let go of the other objects and just notice, is this moment pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral? And the following moment, let's just do that for, oh, uh, half a minute or so. Just notice the, the flavor of experience. You can name it at an interval that really works for you. You don't have to make it too rapid or too slow, just in a way that works for you. Oh, this moment and this moment.
you can use this anytime you want as an alternative to being with objects to simply notice this aspect of experience. You could spend the whole period if you like on that or just a little chunk of time. And another way to do it particularly is if there's a strong impingement on the senses, you might just notice, oh, pleasant. Hmm, pleasant or unpleasant, saying it in a very neutral way so that you don't get into that reaction of attachment or aversion. Or from time to time, simply notice what the moment is, even if it's not a strong stimulus. And just include this. Remember the Buddha said this is the second foundation of mindfulness, it can be a doorway to awakening, to simply relate in a wise way to this moment of your life. Whenever you find that the mind has wandered off and gotten lost in thought, don't take it personally. It's just what minds do. And when you realize it, appreciate that you've just come back again to the present and let the return be done with kindness and patience and begin again. All of this comes down to noticing what's happening now letting your experience be as it is and opening it to with an attitude of kindness and interest and ease one moment at a time
Notice what's happening right now with kindness and interest and ease. Is this a pleasant moment, an unpleasant moment, a neutral moment? What's happening now?
let yourself come out gently, mindfully. So we have a few minutes now for. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.